You're listening to the Fit Mind, Fit Body podcast, where we explore the connection between a fit body and positive mental health. And our big mission, it's to help 10,000 runners to develop fitter minds in the next two years. I'm your host, Michelle Frost. Let's get moving. Welcome to this episode of the Fit Mind Fit Body Podcast, where we talk to Adele Smith all the way from England. Adele started running as a way to make some money for a rescue dog who was from Romania who needed some medical treatment, and she's still running now. Enjoy. Today on Fit Mind Fit Body, I am delighted to have my first for quite a long time international guest. So, Adele Smith, welcome to the podcast. Hi. Now, Adele and I are in a, a group on Facebook together. Funnily, it's about running. And I reached out to her and said, were you brave enough to jump on here and have a chat about your running? Because I you know, love seeing the things that you're putting up all the time. And, you know, you're, you're really into it. And I thought we're going to share some of that enthusiasm with people. So thank you so much for agreeing. That's, I'm so excited. Thank you for asking me. And now I'm just going to turn it over to you because we could all just sit here and listen to your wonderful accent. <laughs> so, <laughs> tell me, where did, you, where did you grow up, Adele? Let's start there. Uh, so obviously I'm in England and I grew up in a very, very small town called Burnley. Um, anyone who's into football might have heard of it, but that's about as far as it goes. Um, so it's near Manchester, sort of northwest. Um, England. I grew up there and I've moved to Wigan now where I live with my husband and our dogs. <laughs> ah, and uh, tell me when you were at school, was there a big sporting sort of like Not was it all. big sport? Or how did that work? Tell me about your um, life as, as a child. I, I went to a small primary school, uh, so it was just one year group per uh, per year and there wasn't much placed on sport at all um when I went to high school there's a little bit more there's like netball and football teams and which you could join as an option I never did I wasn't (laughs) I wasn't that sort of person I didn't fit in I was always chosen last in PE (laughs) always um and it was it so yeah as I was growing up sports wasn't a big thing um it was sort of coming bigger like I say as I went to high school but in primary school there was absolutely nothing um there was no teams or anything like that it was really poor (laughs) it does sound poor (laughs) yeah (laughs) did you um yeah do you have siblings do you have brothers and sisters I do I have a brother um, an older brother um, he we're not really in contact anymore um, but he um, he obviously went to the same schools he was never into sport or anything like that yeah. he's not the sportiest person ever um, whereas that obviously I found it as I grew up but yeah. so <laughs> as, a, as a family we weren't very sporty so just I was gonna say as a family then you maybe weren't yeah. all that sporty and yeah. that's all right I think no. I've got half of mine. I think my dad was, he's kind of sporty. My mum was very fit because she was always doing things, but she, yeah. know, she very rarely, if ever, I don't think I ever remember in any kind of organised sport, certainly yeah. not a, a race or, you know, or a team. No. Um, so, yeah, I've had both sides for me. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas, no, we, we just weren't very sporty. <laughs> so, okay, you're at school. What do you do when you left school? What was your um, So I... 
I've had quite a long um, career path into where I am now. So when I left school, I actually studied drama and theatre studies. Um, and I went to university and studied it. Uh, but I didn't enjoy it. So I didn't finish my degree. But I mean, I had lots of fun. Yeah. But obviously, it, just, it wasn't the right path for me. Yeah. Um, so then after university, I started working in nursery. Um, oh. So I was working with like babies and up to sort yep. of five years old. Mm-hmm. And that was lovely. Um, but I, I mean, I don't know how much you know about nurseries in England. <laughs> um, but they're, they're, they're a lot more about making money. Than, uh, yeah, like childcare. Um, we call it uh, yeah. childcare, I suppose. But yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so it was very long hours for very low pay, uh, not a lot of respect. Mm. Um, so I uh, then moved to work in a school as a TA. So this was a few years later. So I became a teaching assistant. And whilst I was a teaching assistant, I then went back to university mm-hmm. and I started doing my teaching degree. So this was four years part time. So I went to night school wow. um, and then I uh, moved schools. Uh, so I'm, I'm in an academy trust. So there's four schools within that cluster. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I moved from a very small school, which was um, not even one form entry. It was two classes per year group. Oh, wow. So you'd have um, like a mixed reception year one, yeah. mixed one, two and, and all that. Um, so then I moved to a very big school that was a three form entry. So three, like three year threes per yeah. year. <laughs> so wow, that would have been a big shock. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was crazy. Um, and that's where I completed my training year where I gained QTS qualified teacher status and I'm now working in that school as a class teacher so it's it's taken me about seven years in total to get there but I am now there <laughs> I've, I've literally just started I started teaching in there oh that's congratulations that's so exciting yeah, thank you. Isn't it? all that study oh it was it's been brilliant yeah yeah Yeah. well it feels actually very strange to not be studying at the moment because I've been studying forever (laughs) forever exactly (laughs) I was just thinking it sounds like forever (laughs) yeah forever I I have um I have a 20 two-year-old who's just finishing her double degree but she's doing a degree in zoology and theater and drama so there you go wow yeah that's Um, amazing I don't know what she'll do though. Theatre and animals. (laughs) Exactly, theatre and animals. I was thinking the theatre though that that you studied, the drama, that actually will help you. you, I'm sure you probably noticed it helps you in the classroom as well because you're performing every day. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I I mean, when I had my interview, that was one of the things I, I. I like really laid on thick that um I've got this dramatic background and that I know all these techniques and I know about building confidence and this is one this is something that children need and yeah all of those techniques I learned whilst I was doing uh you know the degree and and my college studies that I bring in every day and do you do one big thing do you do any community theater have you held on to that um, a bit I've not got any links anymore um I I have done for for quite a while whilst I was studying but no not anymore it's just me being me being dramatic (laughs) well I can see I've got this picture of you now Adele and you've got this great little class and then every year they have to do like a performance like you know they have to go and up on stage there's usually and so you'll be the person who has to organize all that (laughs) oh yeah definitely I'm always involved with that I love that 
absolutely oh. love it. When I was working uh, with the younger ones, if it was nativity time, I was like straight in there. I'll sort this. I'll get this. I'll get the outfits. I'll sort it. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. that's wonderful. So, so what year is it that you're teaching now? So I'm currently teaching year three. So that's age like seven to eight. Um, and it's absolutely wonderful. You're loving it. It's just the best job ever. <laughs> oh, that's so good. I love it when people really love their jobs, especially jobs like teaching, because I'm not sure about in England, but here in Australia, um, obviously everybody who has a conversation about teachers says how important it is, if not one of the most important jobs in the community, yeah. but they are still... Um, underpaid for what yeah. for what oh, they yeah. do and and yeah, most people recognize that yeah. it's quite um it's quite interesting so and then they get overworked and and yeah. after a few years it's like oh it's just That's too hard it. there's so many like retiring early or just mm. completely leaving the career and going to retrain whereas I, I've just stepped in and I'm like I'm staying excited <laughs> and which is great to, I just love to hear that those kids are so lucky to have you oh thank you it's amazing <laughs> So, okay, we've, let's go back a little bit. I'm not sure how far. Yeah. When did you decide running was something you wanted to add to your life skills? So um, just over two years ago, um, I was volunteering at um, a rescue centre who bring rescue dogs over from Romania. And we wow. had one dog who needed a lot of medical treatment. Mm -hmm. So I set myself the challenge of couch to 5K to try and raise money. Wow. So that's where it started, and like I, I, I was, um, I did, I did raise some money. It was, it was lovely. We were able to, you know, help the dog, um, and then I just loved it. Um, I really fell in love with it. I completed it with my husband and our dog Joey, um, and yeah, I just, I just couldn't stop. Whereas my <laughs> husband, he enjoyed doing the challenge, but he, he didn't fall in love with it like I did, and that was it. It was like I'd found my thing. Oh. Um, so I just carried on. Uh, so once we'd reached the 5k, then I straight away was like, right, well, my next goal is 10k and I'm going to do that. Um, so I, I achieved 10k last year and I've, I've done that many times now. And then last October, I thought to myself, right, I need a new challenge. So that was when I set myself a half marathon challenge. <laughs> and it's like, I think once you've got the running bug, you just can't stop. <laughs> It does become a bit addictive, and it's like, yeah. <laughs> when, when, how, how far can you run? You know, I've spoken to people here now who like do two hundred, like using miles as a terms, which I know is a oh, lot I'm more kilometers sure. than um, <laughs> four or five hundred um, kilometers. I'm like what? I know my record is a half marathon, so twenty one point one. And do you have some any aims for you know shooting for the marathon? Uh, I, it's one of those things I didn't enjoy being in a race yeah. so I think possibly something I could do on my own yeah. um, and train for that on my own but not as part of a race I didn't enjoy running with other people yeah. I found it really really scary my, my whole body like rejected oh, running wow. with other people and um, it was it wasn't a nice experience oh, okay. um, but yeah I would I would like to do another half on my own yeah. Um, and then, yeah, that, that would be nice. I don't, I don't love racing. Like I've raced a lot though, since I was um, a bit younger than you. And, yeah. and I get really nervous and anxious leading yeah. up to a race. And so this year I haven't done any races, but I've done plenty of running. Yeah. Um, and then I've started setting, I've 
fallen into this pattern now, which you're probably like, well, I'm setting myself a challenge. It's kind of scary, you know, long distance, maybe somewhere I haven't done before, but it'll be just be for mm-hmm. me. And but it's scary yeah. enough that it makes me keep training, you know, because I have to set yes. a, yeah. a date <laughs> to do it. Um, so yeah, I think yeah, that's 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 awesome. That kind of self motivation to be able to do that as well. Yeah, yeah, it's just so personal, isn't it? I think. Yeah. Uh, what I found was well, well, like when I was running the half marathon, I'm not the fastest runner. I'm not a naturally fast person. So I was sort of with the, the slower people who were sort of jeffing their way along. Mm-hmm. And I found myself having an argument with myself. Well, if they're having a little walking break, why can't I? Yeah. Whereas when I was training, I never had those thoughts. So, oh. yeah, I found that that didn't help me at all. Um, they were demotivating, if anything, oh. because I wanted to walk. I wanted to, it was like, no, keep yeah. going, but but they're walking so I can walk so again I found that really really difficult that's fascinating it's almost like you need to wear blinkers you know like like the horses have everyone else is doing just go (laughs) that's right or actually during COVID you know virtual runs I don't know how many virtual runs Mm -hmm. are still out there like that's another one where you can feel like you're competing or or you're participating with other people and you end up with a a medal at the end of it which is actually don't mind a bit of uh, a bling (laughs) (laughs) that's always quite nice um all right so so how are you getting yourself out of the door so how do you keep yourself motivated um so at the moment, uh, I, I mean, obviously, like you say, you read a few of my posts, I've, I've sort of been through some grieving. Um, I lost one of my dogs, Safi. Um, oh, and that sorry. Was to hear. It was very, very sudden. Um, mm-hmm. So at the moment, she's the reason I'm going out of that door because right. I've been struggling a lot. And I know that if I go, I will feel better and it helps me to process things. Sometimes yeah. I will spend the whole month thinking about it. Yeah. Um. As as well as that, sometimes running after work, it just mm-hmm. helps me switch off. Yeah. It helps me um just have that break between work and going home. Because sometimes mm-hmm. once you go straight home from work, it's all you think about. You think, oh, did I do that? Did I turn that off? Did I did I finish marking that yeah. book? Um. Whereas if I've been for a run and then I go home, all of that's gone. It, it's like my brain switches off properly. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah. So I've got a few reasons for going. Um, obviously before I lost Safi I was training for things and again it's always always made me feel better mm. it, it's mental health wise it's the best thing in the world for me it's, mm. it's wonderful I love that I've had a few people on the podcast who say who do the same like run um, run home or run you know run mm-hmm. after work yeah. and they say especially on those days where it's been a tough day at work um, the best thing they can do for their family is to yes. to run yeah. home because they, it, they can leave it out there and kind of they process yeah. it whatever was going on whatever it is and by the time they go through the front door they've dealt with it and, and you know they're ready to be present for their family instead of still dealing with the day yeah 100% which I think is amazing I think it's, yeah. it's, unfortunately I work at home so See, my husband works at home, so he he's got his own setup upstairs, and then he comes down. So that's like his separation walking down the steps. <laughs> he needs to like go really fast. <laughs> do yeah, run down. <laughs> Maybe go back up again and come down. He needs yeah. to be like oh. <laughs> switch up a bit more. Yeah, exactly. That's how it is. <laughs> so, so on the days when the weather is not nice and you don't feel like going. What kind of things do you say to yourself to get you out the door? 
So one of my favorite things is running in the rain. Oh, like stepping into the rain? Yeah, I find it so refreshing. But when you wake up in the morning or when you're finishing work and it's absolutely throwing it down, getting out the door is the hardest part. So I have to say to myself, you know you run best in the rain. You know it makes you feel good. You know you're likely to get a PB. Um, because I do, I just run so much better in the rain. <laughs> That's so funny. Um, I know. <laughs> it's keeping you cool. So, uh, yeah, it keeps you nice and cool, refreshed. Um, and I, I don't need to take a drink with me because I'm just getting a natural one. <laughs> <laughs> Through the skin. Um, and yeah, so I, I absolutely love running in the rain um, and running in the cold. I prefer that as well. I get really, really hot when I run absolutely roasting mm. when people see me I am just as bright red as a lobster so they must just think is she gonna pass out and it's straight away as well I think like part of it is nerves <laughs> um, so I so yeah running in the cold and the rain doesn't bother me I would I actually struggle more running in the heat like oh. over the summer I really struggle to to get myself out when I knew it was warmer because I knew I was going to be absolutely like I was going to set on fire um so yeah I have to motivate myself more to go out when it's actually sunny and and hot um but obviously you you still have that push no matter what Mm. what the weather's like you still have to find that motivation Mm. every single time I think if I go I'll feel better if I go you know I might think about something and, and process it and and get it out <laughs> and have, have um, you ever had a run where you finished and thought oh, I didn't like that <laughs> like, or has it always been a positive thing once you finish it's not always been positive but I've never had a run where I thought I wish I wouldn't go yeah so it's yeah. not always that I've had this big runner's yeah. high and felt amazing yeah. but I've never ever regretted a run I've never thought oh that was I wish horrible I, I wish yeah. I didn't go I thought yeah. oh, that was horrible but I'm glad I went yeah. I've done it it's over I love that um yeah <laughs> do you tell the children in your classroom that you yeah that's your hobby yeah we have a lot of discussions Um, it was mental health day the other week and oh. so we had a big discussion about it then um because I live quite close to my school a lot of my children see me out running as well they'll say Mrs Smith we saw you last night oh Mrs Smith and wait oh they wave at me and shout me um, I had parents, even not so long ago, I had a couple of parents say, oh, they were shouting you in the car, but you didn't hear them. And I was explaining, you've got your headphones on and that's why. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, they all know uh, and they know how much I love running. And I always push that, that the exercise is just brilliant for you. And I say that, I, and I'll be honest and say that I run for my mental health. I haven't mentioned Safi or anything like that to them or yeah. why, but I just say I run for my mental health to make my, my head feel better. Oh. That's such a gift that you're giving them. If you think about like <laughs> we talk often on the podcast to parents and and about mm-hmm. the example that we're giving our, you know, our kids and they see the see us running places. But um as a teacher, the, apart from the parents, that's the next, you know, big role model that we all have growing up. Yeah. So yeah. I think um I think that's amazing that you're doing that for them and that they yeah. they get to see that and you just don't know how many of them will will put that in their little toolbox. And even if they don't choose to run now in the future, they'll be like, oh, I can remember when Mrs. Smith used to just see her running around. (laughs) She was always happy, so (laughs) that's good. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. (laughs) I love it. So um, do you run with people or do you mostly run by yourself? 
just by myself. Um, yeah. As I mentioned, I, I didn't like running in a race. That was the worst. I, I, do you have park runs in Australia? We definitely do. In, here where yeah, I am I in, in Launceston, we have um, something like, um, like just where I live within probably 40 Ks, I could go to something like six or seven park runs. It's actually quite like quite big here as well. Yeah. <laughs> I have done yeah, a couple I, in England I, as well myself. Oh, really? That's so cool. <laughs> I, um, I tried a park run and even though that was a much smaller scale event, I still didn't like running with people. Yeah. Um, oh. And people have said to me, oh, let's have a run together. I'm like, oh, no, no I'm, too, I'm too slow. I'm too slow. <laughs> you'll, have to, I'll, 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 you'll just leave me behind. I'll let you win. <laughs> so, no, I'd rather run by myself yeah. and I'd rather push myself at you know, my own pace and, yeah. and do what feels right. And it works um, for you. I've, yeah, yeah yeah definitely but I've always been the same I've never liked the idea of sort of um like personal trainers or anything like yeah. that because I'm the only person who can push me I feel like that yeah. I don't it doesn't motivate me having someone telling me yeah. what to do so I, I've always been my own motivator if I'm gonna go I'll do what I want to do and, and I'll That's enjoy really it cool. rather than someone it. else telling me what my body can do Good on you <laughs> yeah. I know. so here um I've got a group of friends and for about 15, 20 years, I've run with them mostly so we can have a coffee and a chat. Like we don't run yeah. fast and it's, but twice a week, it means I have a set sort of thing to get out and go yeah. for a run. So who yeah. knows in the future, you might find you have some coffee running, teaching friends or something. That's who knows? True, yeah. Um, or even and, someone to just meet along the way. I'll exactly. See you <laughs> yeah. We, um, even at work one time when I was working in an office, I had two or three people who wanted to start running and, and because I was running then, they were, I'd say, well, let's just go out for half an hour. We'll just jog around yeah, the town. And, yeah. and it was just really relaxed and not, um, yeah, yeah, there's no pressure. Mm, so yeah. you never say never. And it's all yeah, seasons. Who knows? It could be absolutely. Quite, quite a thing. And you could be the leader like the Pied Piper. I know. Come on, everybody. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> let's go. I love it. <laughs> um so when you are running uh, you said before you have headphones on what kind of things do you listen to um I have I have quite um, an eclectic taste in music so mm. I, I I have lots of range but I'm not very modern so I I love things like Queen Queen are my favorite band and they're brilliant um it sounds modern so to me I, <laughs> Queen is um, great so I listen to them I know I love Queen. I've been to see them twice with my mum. Brilliant. Oh, wow. Obviously not with Freddie Mercury, but with Adam. Yeah. Oh, you're so lucky. <laughs> um, amazing. So yeah, I listen to them. I listen to some like sort of nineties dance music. Mm. Um, I listen to sort of maybe early noughties music as well. Yeah. Uh, I, I have a big range. I always make myself running playlists where I'll have a big range of music on it. So it's it's always different and I'm not expecting the next song to be the same. And it, oh, it keeps cool. me. But as long as I can have a little sing in my head and sometimes I actually say to my husband, like, I don't know if I was singing out loud today. <laughs> <laughs> you really are Pied Piper. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, big range of music, love music. <laughs> I will, I will, anything that'll keep me going and has a good beat to it. So do, is that one of your motivators, do you think, too? Like I know for me sometimes if I am I think about a different course or a podcast I want to listen to or a book, 
or something for me I tend to listen to those kind of things but that will motivate Mm. me to get out the door if I'm not feeling particularly motivated (laughs) yeah I think music because especially now that like I, I live with my husband when I was growing up I wouldn't watch telly or anything. I would just listen to music all the time. I always oh. had music on. So whereas now, obviously, you've got your, your hall and mm. you, you settle in, so you're usually watching the telly lots of it. Obviously, we do listen to music, but not as much as I would when I was when I was growing up. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so knowing that I've got that time to listen to my music, to enjoy what I want to listen to, that is yeah. a big motivator. Um, and, I, and I look forward to it. It sounds a lot like, and you would probably say this too, is it's kind of your time. It's your time yeah, to decompress yeah, from school. It's your time to just be you, you know, not not Mrs. Yeah. Smith and not Mrs. Smith at yeah. school, not Mrs. Smith at home, yeah. but you're just Adele being, you know, yes. Adele, which is lovely. I love it. So uh, where you run, what kind of places do you run? Are you road running or trail running or parks or? So when I when I first started, um, I started running a trail. Um, where I where I lived, there was a lot of trail routes and there was like a canal to run down that. But then where we moved, um, there are trails, but obviously there's been a lot of sort of crime and things recently mm-hmm. and it sort of put me off running because I run on my own yeah. in these sort of trail areas so mm-hmm. I now tend to stick to main roads okay which thankfully there are a lot of around here we, <laughs> I mean if I wanted to run a really long run I could run all the way into like the Wigan Town Centre or you know there's different little towns around um and Standish itself where I live that's sort of like a village so again there's always people around if I want to run around there yeah so there's lots of places for me to go where I can stay on the main roads and be seen Um, and so in terms of trail it's very rare now that I go on a trail run the park run near us is trail which is nice and that's quite um it's like a wooded area but there's always loads of people out dog walking and all that so if I did choose to go there by myself I know that I'd still be there's still be lots of people around yeah yeah Yeah. I stick to the main roads oh well um (laughs) do you think that there'll be a time in the future where you might like to do trail more trail or is it just just depends where you are and if you feel safe yeah, I think for me, it would only be if there were people there with me that I would yep. choose to go trail again. Um, yep. It's just because, I mean, not so long since someone was uh, just disappeared in, in the daylight on, on a canal. And oh, wow. Just broad daylight. And again, she'd just gone for a run and you think, oh, mm. my, you know, it's just not yep. safe. And yep. It's awful that that's the, that that's the case. Yeah. Um, but yeah, on the road, it's, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um, so... What is your training looking like at the moment? So are you aiming for anything in particular right now? Have you got a goal? I want to get a sub 35k. So I've I've been trying for about six months now. um, And yesterday I achieved uh, 30 minutes and 50, it was 30 minutes and 50 seconds. Um, So that was three seconds faster than my previous one. But yeah, I want to get it below 30 minutes. (laughs) Uh, my first ever 5k took me nearly 39 minutes so I've come a long way since that's then. amazing so so when you do that you don't say I want to do it by a particular date you just you're doing regular training during the week which you can tell me in a minute and like whatever distances and then maybe on Saturdays for example you do a 5k or something is that how you're doing it how does it look yes yeah, so I'm doing sort of two or three 5k's during the week and okay. then at the weekend I do a longer run 
and mm-hmm. um, so roughly 10k but yeah. but I, I want to go a bit further over the next few weeks um, and try and push that further so then every so often I'll wake up on a Sunday and I'll think right instead of my long run today I'm going to go for for a fast 5k and try and, and, and beat my record and um, so I went yesterday um, and, and got a personal best yesterday Yay! so in a few weeks time I'll try again and hopefully <laughs> I'd like I'd like to say that I'll get it before the end of this year that would be nice I love that oh you yeah. sure you, you will you're almost there now yeah that's amazing there. that is amazing and <laughs> how do you record your runs are you, how are you keeping um, so track of them um I'm uh, I have a Garmin watch and um, a forerunner Mm-hmm. Um, which I treated myself to last Christmas, um, ready for my half marathon training. Mm-hmm. So I thought, to me, from me. Um, <laughs> and it's the best watch I've ever had in my life. It's brilliant. You love it. Um, so it has GPS, so it tracks my runs on there. And then I do have Strava, which it uploads automatically too, but I do yeah. track all through my watch. Yeah, um, so which also can play music and everything like that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love it. Oh, that's awesome. Ah, you're yeah. all set up. I, I wasn't yeah. just a little bit interested because I went to go for a run in the rain myself the other day here <laughs> and I thought oh I can't put my ear pods in because it's raining and so I didn't bother listening to anything just you feel not listening to anything well I do try and run because I try and be mindful and and be uh present I try and have at least one run a week where I don't have anything so that I focus on my environment and then I try and focus on me like my breathing and my heart and my steps and things like that and my environment so what am I smelling and seeing and hearing and feeling so I try and run through those kind of things and if I have something in my ears I still do that but I'm less likely to um <laughs> to do it as often um so I just yeah. try and do that um so I but it, it was just weird that I thought oh I wanted to listen to something today but I was mm-hmm. worried about getting my gear wet like I didn't want to get my headphones wet so yeah do you have waterproof ones? <laughs> I have some headphones and to be honest, I bought them quite a few years ago and they were, they were like 15 pounds. They were nothing special, wow. not, you know, but they're, they're completely waterproof. They're wonderful. So I know that I can wear them safely. They're, they're Bluetooth, so there's no wires or anything like yep. that. Um, and I know I can wear them safely in the rain. So, so that's, that's fine for me. That's awesome. <laughs> I, I don't, yeah, I don't like running um, when I can hear myself breathing. Mm-hmm. um I, I I don't breathe particularly heavy I just don't like the sound of, of myself breathing yeah. so I'd prefer to have my headphones on <laughs> do, do you ever do any of those things where you um like I was explaining a minute ago like look around and and see what's in the and, and sort of so the music is in the background a bit like being in a cafe mm-hmm. or or a lift <laughs> just background noise <laughs> and yeah. and you sort of taking in what's what's going on around you or your thoughts yeah. or whatever else is going on for you most of the time yeah I drift yeah. off into my own head and my own thoughts um, and I'm quite a nosy person so I'll usually think you know what they're doing or, or oh what's that there that's new um there's been <laughs> it's quite funny this um on at the end of my run I do run through a park and um, this is on my 5k route and there's um, a big tree that's had a mushroom growing um, for like a couple of months now so I've been monitoring this mushroom and I keep going back and oh well it's, it's dying off now or oh it's got bigger or you know and I've noticed this mushroom <laughs> so yeah it's funny because if I was walking or if I was out with the dogs I wouldn't have noticed it but because 
I, I, it's just one of those things that you notice and then you think, oh, I'm going to look for that mushroom. Oh, I love that. That's one of the things. That's so cool. There you go. I hadn't even thought of that, but that kind of focusing on life going on around you like that literally where you can it's kind of like a time lapse because you are going there regularly in the same same spot you can keep an eye on it I love it that's awesome yeah yeah I'm always noticing what's going on around which is nice because it takes you it sometimes takes your attention away from if you're not enjoying a run or if you're finding it a bit trickier than normal or if your legs are aching and your head's going come on let's walk (laughs) oh I do love that that's so cool (laughs) so do you have um like a rave run like a run where you think in your head if you reflect back it doesn't have to be a racer or anything like that um but just a run that you did where you went oh it was just lovely today was amazing um yeah I I love those runs those are the best Mm. runs um probably the absolute biggest rave run I've ever had was um when I was doing my half marathon training and I um, did my first ever 15k mm-hmm. so I it was like the biggest most exciting feeling I've ever felt in my life and then and I sort of got home and I like sat down I was like I can't believe I've just run 15k you know it was just this big like euphoric moment I was like oh this is amazing but my body did that and I'd say I had a bigger buzz from that run than when I actually did the half marathon it was it was that was the run that I remember and I think oh that is such a massive deal and yeah like the proudest run (laughs) I love it I love it and tell me you're like the people who knew you before you started running your family and friends what do they think now um they think I'm obsessed with running. <laughs> they probably think it's all I talk about. <laughs> um, I know that, um, like my husband, he knows that I'm a much calmer and happier person mm-hmm. now because I've found that way to release, um, yeah. like bad feeling and all mm-hmm. that. Um, again, mental health. Um, people would say that I'm I, I'm definitely a different person because I've found this 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 way to. Uh, express myself yeah. I'm not I, I would always make a joke about emotions rather than actually speaking about them whereas yeah. now I've sort of built up that confidence and I will talk about them and I'll say oh yeah I'm actually struggling or or do you know what I'm, I'm brilliant at the moment <laughs> either way but um yeah I, it's it's definitely made me a more honest and emotional person definitely oh. I think they would tell you that too that's fascinating and, and really good. Like it's such a healthy thing, like mm-hmm. to, as you said, to be able to express rather than to make jokes of our emotions, which, yeah. you know, we all, we all can be. Yeah, we all about. do it. Mm, absolutely. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> Thank you for sharing that. Cause I think it will help other people too. Uh, oh, Cause I it is something so. that, that people have a hard time with that kind mm-hmm. of emotions and how, how to express things and, and share them with other people. And that it's just it's okay to do it no matter whether it's negative or positive it's mm. just do it it's okay and it feels good it feels better and it kind of gives other people permission too then to share with you should they yeah. need to as well yeah. doesn't it it's kind How of you? has a double-edged sword can you think of yeah. a time where your running has really helped you well, it doesn't have to be like an emotional thing but just just helped in, in a way the whole time I've been running, it's helped me because it's just made me feel better. It's made me a better person. Mm-hmm. Um, I've, I've tried different types of exercise in the past that have, met, that 
that I've stuck with for a few weeks and then I get bored and then the next thing I'm sat back on the sofa with my bag of crisps <laughs> um, but it's made me fitter it's made me healthier it's made me lose weight um, my body's so much better and stronger I bought some boots last year and I couldn't get them on my calves and then I put them on last week and they fit so oh, I was like, this is because of running <laughs> um, yeah so it, it's just it's one of the things that one of the few things that I've found and stuck with and enjoy and want to do <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 it's just all positive that's what I can hear yeah <laughs> Yeah. So when do you think you first call yourself a runner? Um, probably when I completed Catch 5K and we've done the, the 5K. Um, yeah. So we didn't do it in 30 minutes like it, it's planned to on the, on the app. But um, So we said we would carry on running and that's obviously the one that took me that yeah. nearly 39 minutes. <laughs> um, and, I, and after that, it was like, well, I've done 5K. It doesn't matter what time I did it in. I've, yeah. I've run 5K, didn't yeah. stop. So, yeah, so I think that was the moment when I thought, yeah, I'm a runner. <laughs> That's amazing. And I assume because you, you've been running for two years and you haven't mentioned any injuries, have you had any injuries or have you been lucky and touch wood? Thankfully <laughs> not. Um, I have been having some foot trouble recently, but I don't think it's because of running. Um, in 2018, I broke my foot. Oh. Uh, no, obviously not to do with running or anything. Mm. I was just out on a dog walk. Of course. <laughs> um, <laughs> and yeah, next thing I was in A&E. <laughs> oh. um, so there is a possibility that it could be arthritis um, in that foot because that's, that's the foot I'm having pain in. So mm -hmm. I've, um, I've been referred to, to get it checked out. Yeah. Um, but because it's not causing me any pain when I'm running or walking, I've not had to stop as of yet. And oh. I would be devastated if I had to stop. Which was going to be a question that I was going to ask. Yeah, How would you exactly. feel if you can't run? <laughs> yeah. when, when I spoke to the doctor, he said, as long, as long as you're not feeling pain when you're running, then it's okay to carry on. So, okay. <laughs> thank, thank goodness. Phew. That's good. So, obviously, a big part of your identity now is that you're a runner. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm constantly wearing the running woman uh, jumpers and hoodies and. <laughs> I'm like a walking advertisement. <laughs> <laughs> they should be paying you. <laughs> Give them a shout out. <laughs> we will. Well, actually, I'll put a link in in the show notes as yeah. well to the to the group. That's brilliant. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. And because you get some link from there too, don't you? They have challenges and things in there. Yeah. I, so I I set myself a challenge to to do um, a medal every month this year. So in January. I think in January I did the 50k challenge and then I upped it to 75k I've done 100k and that's my that's my um, record and then I've been doing 75k's again which has been good but I mean like this month I'm quite behind so I've got a lot of catching up to do this week while I'm off work <laughs> I'm determined, determined to get that challenge but it does that really helps as a motivator as well yeah. because you're thinking well I've, I've got this medal I don't want to have to like lower it to 50k because I, I know I can do 75k so I need to do it <laughs> keep going so yeah big motivator knowing you're going to get that medal to wear and show yeah. yeah I love it do you take the medals to school just out of interest I took um a half marathon one into school but I don't mm. take my monthly ones in yeah. um if I was to do 
say a race for life or something like that a, a yeah. special one then yeah I would yeah. take that in and, and show it to yeah. the children but because they're just my monthly ones I don't take yeah. those in but I've got a big display in, in my bedroom that my husband bought me I love it they're all all displayed with pride oh and so they should be <laughs> yeah. um how long do you think you'll run for Adele how long is running going to be in your life for um a long long time I hope <laughs> mm. uh, I can't see it stopping anytime soon I absolutely love it I love that is is there anything that you can see in your way out future say not next year or the year after or anything but that big scary kind of goals that you think maybe one day I'll have a go at that what would that be so like I say it would be nice if maybe one day I completed a marathon on my own just sit in my own time that would be wonderful so that I think that would be the ultimate goal um but it'll probably be a few years from now it won't be anytime soon (laughs) but I I would love to be sort of retired and still running and and going crazy and running marathons then that would be great just yeah. just being able to step out in the morning and thinking, right, I'm going to run a marathon today. And then I'm going to sit on the sofa for three days. <laughs> Start with my feet up. to have that freedom. <laughs> <laughs> so I, th- I don't know if I've asked this question um, exactly like this, but I might have already asked it in, in a different kind of way. How do you think running has improved your life? So because your not running life is is not that long ago like some people I talked to have been running 50 years or something but yeah. you know you can clearly remember what it was like before what, what are some I, um, of the, the biggest improvements do you think apart from well not apart from but obviously the mental health stuff we already talked about yeah. as well um well before I started running um for quite a few years actually I was on um Peter blockers for anxiety and oh, um, I'm not on that anymore that's all gone I feel like I like, obviously awesome. everybody gets anxious everybody has yeah. the moments but yeah. I feel like a lot of that has gone um because I'm I'm processing things better because of my running mm-hmm. um I was I was overweight and um, which yeah. I'm not anymore I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm much fitter much healthier um funnily enough it makes you want to eat better as well doesn't it it does because yes <laughs> you come home and you think well I've just worked really hard I don't want to then eat a share bag of crisps to myself yeah I want to I want to have a nice salad or or something yeah. like you want that. you want to do other things that support your running don't you rather yeah. than, <laughs> than go against it mm. um I have more energy as well uh, which obviously I think some people are shocked by but the more you yeah. exercise the more energy you have exactly. and you just feel like you've got more energy to do things at home and and look after yourself better um we 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 were renting for quite a few years and uh, we became a bit like not major but we had sort of our spare room was like a hoarder's paradise and it was like things like that that you do and you think well why did I do that because now that's all gone and I don't miss it (laughs) Um, and I've got rid of stuff that I didn't need that I was keeping just because it was there and, um, and it's a weight too like you would I think that's a reference yeah, to the energy yeah, isn't it so you, things, yeah. yeah and you can't um when you when you're not fit I think you don't have as much energy and so yeah. those kind of things ordinary everyday things in your life like what do I do with these things with you just put them in this bare room mm-hmm. rather than thinking yeah. oh I don't really need it or I'll put it away yeah. or or you make these other yeah. decisions because those decisions themselves have they require energy for you to make them yes so yeah. it's it's quite an interesting thing that you bring mm-hmm. up there. Thank you. Yeah, it just it just 
all round has made everything better um, mm. and everything easier. Mm. Um, and obviously, it doesn't mean that life's just suddenly easy because it's not. There's this stuff going on that, that's awful, but it does help. And yeah. um, it, it really has changed a lot about me as a person. Yeah. Given you more capacity to deal with things when life does yeah. throw crappy things at you, which it's going to happen to all of us. Yeah, just unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it just helps you to deal with those things um, yeah. and gives you perspective. I yeah. think some of some runs you just need to clarify things and you and you just feel afterwards like, okay, I know I've had a big decision to make. I know what I'm going to do now because I've really thought about it and, and have that clarity. I just think it's it's just wonderful. You just make me want to go out for a run, Adele. <laughs> and I've already been for one today. <laughs> You're making me feel great because I've been running for, you know, I feel like forever. Mm-hmm. I was a gap in my 20s when I didn't run for about seven years or something. But, mm-hmm. you know, um, when I talk to people on the podcast and especially people who've, you know, still really enthusiastic about running, um, it kind of it's very catching <laughs> yeah, it's motivating instead. it is I just love it I think sometimes um, as well on, on like the running woman group it's you yeah. see that someone's been for a run and they've had a really good run and you think oh I want to go now <laughs> it really okay. does motivate each other yeah if you want to be addicted to something it's quite a good thing to be addicted to yeah it is <laughs> yeah. all right many um is there anything about running that we yeah. haven't talked about that you would love to talk about or share? Um, I don't know, really. Um. It's like a trick question. <laughs> I know, yeah. Um, well, what, what made you want to run? What, what got you started? Oh, you're a trick person. He's asking me. <laughs> oh, you you're back? good. You are a teacher. Look, <laughs> well done, Adele. Um for me, what's I ran at school, so I was I was a good school, good runner at school. But as I spoke to someone earlier today, I went to a very small school, so I was a good runner with not many people around. <laughs> so, but it, I still was a good runner in that environment. So that I always did thought you of have like teachers pushing you and helping you. Um, no, in Australia, we have to do all of, we, we call it carnival things and, um, we have sports carnival every year. And then we also have like a cross country, which is, uh, you know, run across country. (laughs) Brilliant. In fields and things. None of this going on. Well, it it wasn't when I was in primary school, um, a lot more emphasis on it now. Um, in the school I'm in, there's, there's loads of sporting events and and things, but that's interesting. because you know I'm, I'm considerably older than you so um you know I'm in my 50s and you know you're in your probably early 30s and um so it's you know big 30 year gap I've got a child who's pretty who's 30 so <laughs> um but yeah in Australia and most people I've spoken to who are in Australia they they talk about like we have quite a big uh, thing it, it, so if you didn't want to run well then you had to have a note from the from your parents to say yeah <laughs> so anyway I I did that and because I was okay at it um I always thought of myself as a runner and then I didn't run for a while when I had my first few children and I smoked um for about four or five years and then when I had my second child I was 100 kilos and I thought I need to do something about that and within a few Mm -hmm. a week or two of her being born I started running 
and she's now 28 and I haven't stopped running since then so I originally started I guess because as an adult because I I was quite overweight I think and I thought of myself as a runner way back then it was something I could do and that's so that's why I started yeah why do I why do I keep going why do I keep running? Yeah. <laughs> because I love it like you. Got a bit of- <laughs> <That's> <laughs> yeah. right. You don't want to start. But exactly. that's it. Like, like I was saying about different exercises, I think once you found the one that works for you, that's it. You just can't mm. stop. Mm. Just and it's a good thing. To do it. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So, you just need new shoes all the time. <laughs> no, I love new shoes. <laughs> New new tops, new trainers, new leggings. <laughs> There's lots of things you can get to add to your running collection, isn't there? Yeah, definitely. Oh, I love I've it. Got a whole, I've got like um, an IKEA wardrobe that I built myself, um, and it's got a whole area dedicated to running. Oh, that's perfect. Just running clothes. Yeah, I've got so many. <laughs> Mind you, after a while, it's like, oh, do I really need you know forty running tops? Well, for me, I'm like, oh, well, I've got lots and lots of vests, but I don't have very many T-shirts or jumpers, so I might have to start investing in those next. There you go. (laughs) That sounds like a great idea. I love it. Justifying it. (laughs) Yes, and and here in public as well. So it makes it true (laughs) that you definitely need it. All right. Now, before I let you go, can you give me some running tips? Just imagine one of the parents at, your school came up and said, Adele, I see you running all the time. The kids are always yelling at you. I'd love to get a bit fit. What would you suggest I do? How would you, where would you point um, them? So I would say um, if you've never run before, then I would say the best way to start is by using Couch to 5K. I think mm-hmm. that is brilliant. It breaks it down so well. I remember doing the very first run and being so nervous and thinking, how am I going to run for a minute? I can't run. I'm not a runner. I always used to say this and in my head, I can't run. Um, and then once I'd done that first run and realised I could run and I'd run for eight whole minutes in total, that it was like the best feeling ever. So I would definitely say if you've never run before, start with that. Yep. If you're someone who has run before and wants to get back into it, maybe start a few weeks later. So maybe start on week four yep. um, or week three and, and just take do what feels right for your body. Yep. Um, make sure you've got the right equipment. Uh, don't don't end up with an injury because you're wearing shoes that, that you know they're not going to support you when I first started I was running in Primark shoes oh which, um, <laughs> yeah Primark trainers that cost me about eight pounds yep. um, and I very quickly realized that that wasn't good for me and um, mm-hmm. so went and bought some proper running shoes then um, and I think I did the same right thing I was running. Mm. yeah yeah I think I did the um, same so, thing <laughs> I think I think the thing is you don't want to spend money on on um, all the equipment if you're not going to stick to it. But I think by the time I I knew I was going to stick to it, I was like right. Well, I need to invest then in some trainers, and that's that's the first step. Making sure you've got the right equipment. Um, if something feels wrong, <laughs> stop. <laughs> if you've twisted your knee or or if your foot hurts or if you've done something, just just take a minute and make sure you're okay. Don't try and run on that because it because it will get worse. <laughs> um, good advice. But just do what feels good for you. Mm. I think so. Yeah. Couch to five k, right equipment. Listen to your body. Your body will tell you. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Oh, it's awesome. Oh. <laughs> 
Adele, it has been a delight to get to know you. You are a delight. Um, oh, thank you. Appreciate it beyond words that you've been willing to jump on here from the other side of the world and share your love of running with <laughs> I know, everyone. It's, been crazy. it's awesome. <laughs> I love it. it. It's been absolutely lovely. Thank you so much for inviting me. <laughs> thank you for coming. All right, stay on and I'll say goodbye to you off the recording as well. Again, okay. I am very grateful. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Fit Mind, Fit Body podcast. I'd love to talk to you about your running journey. So send me a message on Facebook or on the website and let's do it. For a bunch of resources on mindful running that will help you get and stay mentally and physically fit, head over to the website fitmindfitbody.co and I'll see you there. Plus, I'll be back here in your podcast player a few times a week. Hit subscribe now so that you don't miss an episode. And before you go, I'd really appreciate it if you'd leave a review. It'll help more people to find the podcast and get inspired to start running. I'll see you soon. Bye.